Howdy folks, it's Michael Perry's voicemail, episode number two. I'm up here in the little room over the garage and from my window I can see the last of the lilies around the granary. We've got orange lilies around the granary. We also have, we have two kinds of orange lilies. The most profuse are just on a thin stalk and they look like your standard lily. And then the other one has a stalk that's got a lot of spiky leaves on it and the flowers themselves have brown spots on them and my mom always called those tiger lilies. I don't know if that's accurate. Uh, apropos of nothing, this reminds me that one of my favorite plant names is Phlox. I love that it's spelled P-H-L-O-X. It's almost like uh, a pop star name really. And I used to like to lie down next to the Phlox when I was a kid. It always smelled like rain in there. Anyways, the news today is low-key. We got all the garlic in. It's on the drying racks now. And My younger daughter pulled out the first run of onions that were ready. We had some beauties this year. They're on the drying racks as well. We dry everything down in the red pole barn. It's kind of perfect for drying because it's protected from the weather and the rain, but it's basically a steel box and the wind blows through it, so it dries things really well. Uh, I was reminded when I was down there, I was telling my daughter, a few years back, we had a an armed fugitive on the loose in the neighborhood, legitimately, the real deal. And he had been seen just a couple tenths of a mile from us. He'd been seen at our next door neighbors. And so we hadn't been home, and I got a call from the neighbor warning me about this. So when I came home, I met the sheriff's deputy, and they were doing sweeps of buildings. So first we swept our house and that was clear and then we headed to the outbuildings and it, it wasn't real like dramatic the he did have his weapon at the ready and he did go into the buildings first and cautiously but we were also visiting shooting the breeze and getting along and we finally made it to the red shed and that year not only were we drying a whole bunch of garlic but I had cut a bunch of basil plants and just hung them from a, a long string that I draped from one corner of the barn to the other. And they were all hanging there drying. And so he clears the doorway and steps inside, and I follow him. And, of course, our eyes are adjusting to the light, and I see him look over to where all those plants are hanging upside down drying. And then I see him look again, and, and then he says, what do you got over there? <laughs> and, of course, I realized exactly what I thought I had over there. And I, I was pretty easily able to show him that it was garlic and basil. Anyway, it was a kind of funny. Um, we're not drying any basil this year so far. It's all going into pesto, man. We got a bunch of it. And we have a half a table full of dill pickle jars from our cucumbers. So we have much to be grateful for. Which takes me to the Roughneck Rewind for this episode, and it'll be followed by the Roughneck Reflection. Every week I write a column called Roughneck Grace for the Wisconsin State Journal. And the freshest one appears on real newsprint on Sunday mornings. And then it's released online at sneezingcow.com on Mondays before noon. There's a, it's usually right up on the front page of the blog there. And uh, this particular piece, um, it's the closest to anything I've ever written having gone viral. I was unprepared for the reaction to it. And... I, although I think we've had 
quite enough of things going viral these days. But I'm reading it to you from the book Roughneck Grace. It's the final piece in that book, Roughneck Grace, published by Wisconsin Historical Society Press. And it goes just like this. It happens that this essay is being composed in the waning days of December, and thus on the cusp of a new year. I cannot anticipate the state of our hearts as we meet in this moment, but I choose for my subject a word I owe more study whatever may transpire after I type it. Gratitude. Gratitude. Such a lovely word. Humble and warm. Humble because it's not a word you use if you think you did everything yourself. Humble because no matter how hard you did work at whatever it is you're grateful for, you know, and more importantly, acknowledge, there was some luck involved. Warm because gratitude is not compatible with a cold soul. Warm because gratitude radiates like the gentle rays of a heart-sized sun. Gratitude goes softly out and does good works, which generate more gratitude. Gratitude is renewable energy. Gratitude because to offer anything less would be to ignore all privilege. The privilege of existence. The privilege of health. The privilege of privilege. And now we're back at humility or ought to be. Gratitude because the world is awash with a sour surf of opposing sentiments. Gratitude for those who show us the same. Gratitude even in grumpiness, which is to say I am not talking all hosannas, hugs, and puppies here. I'm talking about perspective and preponderance and relativity and a sideways glance into the cosmic mirror, where behind me I spy millions of souls who would give all they own for just one of my disappointing Tuesdays. Gratitude as my moral duty. Gratitude because it's so easy. A note, a word. You don't even have to talk. Gratitude can be soundless. You can speak it with your eyes, share it with a smile, weave it into your works. You can kneel down and offer it up. Gratitude. A triple syllabic salutation to the six directions, whichever way you're pointing. The echoes go on and on. The echoes are gratitude returning. There is the idea among psychologists that gratitude can be cultivated. Put it out there and it comes back to you. Gratitude as a practice, as an intentional act. Gratitude in the form of reflection, a quiet moment, a look back. Gratitude not as obligation, but as celebration. Gratitude with our loved ones in mind, the ones who suffer our ingratitudes with grace, and that grace yet another reason for gratitude. Grace, cousin and catalyst to gratitude. Gratitude because as this year, or this day, or this hour, or this moment draws to a close, I'm reminded it was another year granted, not guaranteed, and therefore not taken for granted. Gratitude no matter the season. Gratitude. I, um, as form of my roughneck reflection... I was not, as they say, in a good place when I wrote that piece. I ain't saying I was in a good place today when I sat down to record this. I have to work 
a gratitude. And I've even learned to express gratitude when I'm feeling sad or worried or just generally off kilter. But I find that even if I can't express gratitude joyfully, the very act of expressing it requires me to make a very clinical assessment of the gifts that, that this life have given me. And to at the very least acknowledge gratitude. So, literally, as I'm being all serious with you, my computer signed me up and I'm trying to find my notes again. It's real, folks. This is how this thing works. I'm not editing it. But my point with gratitude, see, and I, I got to work on gratitude, even though the computer just signed me out while I was talking to you. Um, anyway, the bottom line is that uh, I think maybe. It's not that we feel gratitude, that we can always feel gratitude or even express it with a smile on our face. I think we just have to acknowledge our gratitude. And I can do that even when I'm having a, a bad run where I just go, yeah, things aren't much good now, but man, look what I've been given. So anyway, I always get nervous when I start to sound like I'm preaching. So I just hope your day goes okay. And uh, for the next week i mean we hope that you'll consider subscribing to michael perry's voicemail and if you click on the green subscribe now button to see your options you'll see them and as well including the free option and for the next week anyone who signs up for a paid subscription will get mailed a sneezing cow logo sticker it's a polka dotted cow basically folks if you already paid for a subscription and would still like a sticker drop us an email at orders at sneezingcow.com. And for all my books, audiobooks, music, and recorded humor, plus Sneezing Cow t-shirts, stickers, can koozies, <laughs> it's, it's merch, folks. It's what spackles over the cracks in the rest of the, uh, of the boat. Um, anyway, another merchandise designed, as I always say, to keep ink in the printer and gas in the van, please visit the Sneezing Cow web store at sneezingcow.com. And now, as always, uh, expressing my gratitude. Thanks for going on this little adventure with us. And it is time to say what they say where I'm from. Well, I suppose, forward.